0: I want to say good morning, Living Waters Church, (laughs) because that's usually what I do. No, it's an honor to be able to stand here and bring you the word of life. Amen. I'm going to need some help here in just a second, but let's just consecrate this time. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for your presence. Oh, God, in your presence there is fullness of joy. God, and I thank you that at your right hand are pleasures forevermore, and that's where you have seated us that we're seated there with you, Jesus, and I thank you for that. I thank you that as your word goes forth, you promised that it wouldn't return void without accomplishing what you sent it forth to do. So I thank you that you've prepared the hearts tonight to receive your word because it's able to change us and transform us from the inside out, and I just thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I have an illustrated sermon. I guess it's not really a sermon a message. I don't know what it is. Anyway, uh, about a month ago, I got this download from the Lord when I was just sitting in his presence in my own personal time, and uh, I shared it at God's Girls, but when I was praying, when Robert asked me if I could cover the service, then I was praying to the Lord about it, and he said, I think you can just go deeper with the message that he gave me. So for you girls, raise your hands if you were at God, girls, so you bear with me so we can kind of add to what we learned. Is that okay with you? Okay, praise the Lord. So I need... Eight people, to come up here really quick, just come up to the front, there's eight people that know me. Thank you. And I want each of you just to take, take one of these things in here, yeah, there you go. That's, that's pecanie sauce. That's mustard. <laughs> that's syrup. <laughs> that's mayonnaise, so you're smooth, okay. That's ketchup. That's sweet and sour sauce. That is uh, grape jelly. Mimi, um, thank you. And that is uh, barbecue sauce. Okay, so all, each one of these things is going to represent a word that you're going to think about me. So go sit down in your seat, and then I'm going to call you up in a minute, and, we'll, and I'll show you exactly what the Lord showed me. So just don't be distracted by it, and, and, and it doesn't have to be absolute, you know, it's just, it's just going to be a word. Oh, Father, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful for the God's. Oh, wait. I have these. These are wipes for everybody, because gonna, you're going to put your finger in it, you're going to smear it um, in a minute. <laughs> okay. All right, so this is my story, and I'm sticking to it. So I was sitting in the presence of the Lord with my beautiful cup of coffee. This is my favorite mug to drink out of, and it was full of hot coffee, and I was just sitting and basking in the presence of God and listening to my favorite song, and just kind of just being in his presence. And he said, we need to talk about something. I said, okay, Lord, well, hang on just one second. Let's just let's just finish this song. And I really like this song, and I'm kind of calling him like this. And so I'm worshiping him, but I'm just kind of holding him like this because I'm not sure what exactly he wants to talk to me about. So anyway, the song gets over, and I'm kind of feeling a little uncomfortable in his presence because I'm like, I don't know what he's going to talk to me about right now. And he said, you know that letter that you got from that young lady? And, and your husband said that he wants, we're going to, she asked for um, help, so she's going to be going overseas um, on a, what's that called when you go off? No, um, exchange student, kind of like that, like she's going over to learn. And she had sent a letter to us, and I asked Dwayne about it because I wasn't really feeling it. And he's like, "Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and uh, give to her." So the Lord reminded me of this, and I still hadn't done anything yet. He's like, "What's holding you up? Why haven't you Why haven't you given to her? You're, you're always such a giver. I mean, you never hes- hesitate once you know. We once I ask you to do it, you know, you just you just do it." I said, "Well, Lord, I have this little issue." He says, "Well, let's talk about it." I said, "Well." I'm really, I didn't say I was offended, but I was offended. I said, Lord, I, my feelings are hurt about her mama and what she did. I just don't think what she did was right. And I, he's like, Well, you're offended. Well, and, and the guy that she's with now, I'm offended with him too, Lord. If you just want, let's just get down to the nitty gritty. I'm, I'm mad. I'm just, I'm still offended with him. And he says, Why? Because I don't like what he did to my son, it hurt my feelings. And I'm still upset about it. And every time I see him, I'm still upset about it. And I try not to look at him or to wave at him or see him. And, you know, when you're in a small town of 200, that's just hard to do. You just got to look the other way. He said, what she did is none of your business. And this thing with this guy, you got to let it go. It's, it's none of your business. It's, it's none of your concern. And it's keeping you from walking in all the things that I have for you. Like, okay, Lord. So, immediately, you know, when the Lord starts speaking to you, it's your, you know, you're getting, you're getting spanked, but it's so gentle and so loving that you're, I'm weeping in his presence. I'm just bawling and bawling and bawling about it. And how many of you know that sometimes somebody can do something to you and it doesn't hurt as much as them doing it when they do it to your kids, right? And so, it was a little bit harder for me to let go of that, but then you know the Lord always requires a test after that, Right? So he sa- So I found a really pretty card to give to uh, the young lady, and I wrote, I wrote in it what I felt like the Lord wanted me to write to her, and just blessing her, and put money in it, and, and uh, I was going to just mail it. And the Lord says, no, uh, you're not mailing it. You're going to go hand deliver it. we are going to make sure that this transaction of your heart is taken care of. So I messaged her on Facebook and I said, hey, are you, are you around or can you give me your P.O. box? In case she wasn't around, right? I can kind of get out of it. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm at the office. Just come on by. Great. I didn't come by that day. So that next morning I said, Lord, I really want this to be erased. I want this to be washed clean because it's really, it's, it's bothering me. He said, yeah, there's some other things that we need to talk about, but, uh, but in my presence, you will be healed. This will all be washed away. It's all gonna be wiped out. So the next day, I messaged her again. I said, hey, I'm sorry I didn't make it yesterday. Are you in town today? Yes, I'm, I'm at the office, okay, I'm swinging by. So I went in, they were both there, the guy and the girl were both there, and I walked in, and with the great delight in my heart, how many of you know what it feels like to be offended with somebody when you come up to them? Do you have this like, this thing that rises up on the inside of you, and it's like it almost chokes you, and it's like just trying to be nice just for five minutes is hard? Anyway, I wasn't there. I hugged her neck. I handed her the card, and I said, I hope she really has an amazing time, and, and we're so glad to be a part of that and to be able to sow into that, and, and I just know that it's going to reap all kinds of amazing things in her life. And she was just really thrilled, and she never knew I was offended with her. It didn't have nothing to do with her. She had no clue. It was me. And it was me that it was wrecking, not her. So the Lord told me, he said, every day people leave stuff on the inside of us, but it's our responsibility to allow it to remain or to get it cleaned out. And it reminded me of a message that Frankie preached about the eating crow. And that the faster you eat it, you know, the, the faster the the faster you eat it i mean the hotter that you eat it just like the better it's going to be because you don't want to wait for it to get cold and nasty just go ahead and get it get it done amen so so that's what the lord showed me so as i'm sitting here with this amazing delicious cup of coffee that's down to about here and i'm kind of like it's almost you know like you're not want to drink it anymore i'm sitting there praising him and thanking him and he downloads this vision to me of my coffee cup with all this junk on the inside of it. And I'm like, Lord, what is all of that? And he said, that is like when you allow words that people speak to you to remain on the inside of you. And he said, you allowed this to happen two years ago. Right after you quit teaching Sunday school, I, had, I went into Sunday school to, like, as a student, and something was said, and it wasn't even to me. I was the student sitting in Sunday school, and it wasn't even to me, but it was said, and I had just finished teaching Sunday school, and this word goes out, and it was like an arrow into my heart, and I received it for myself. But how many of you know that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood? Who wanted that arrow to go into my heart? The devil did, because why? He wants to stop me. He wants to stop me from preaching. He wants to stop me from teaching the word of God, because I'm a threat, so I received this arrow into my heart, and then guess what I did? I thought about it all the time. I kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And how many of you know that when you think about something, it grows, and it gets bigger and bigger and all-consuming to where pretty, pretty soon it's like, yeah, like I'm not supposed to be doing that. I'm not supposed to be doing that. My responsibility is to recognize it that it's not, it's not a person because we, the Bible says that we take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Every thought. There's no thought that should go through your head that gets to just be randomly allowed. You don't get to do that. We renew our minds, right? not to be conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I know I'm going to probably be preaching more than teaching, and and you guys are all scholars, and you know the, the words that I'm saying, and I may not tell you exactly where it's at, but you know it's the Word of God. But words are important. The words that we speak are important. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those words are important. The Bible says that by your words you will be justified. And that no idle word should even come out of our mouth. That we should really be conscious of the things that we're letting come out of our mouth and of the words that we're allowing to come in. And so when I think about the cup, I'm thinking about our heart. Um, Mark 7, 15, Jesus said, it's not what goes in you that defiles you. You know, it's not the coffee that I'm drinking. It's not that. No, it's, it's what comes out. And so what have we allowed to cultivate on the inside of us? So when Jesus and I had this discussion about all the stuff that we allow to get stuck on the inside of us, he tells me that in Proverbs 4, 20, it says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs issues life. Let's turn there for uh, Proverbs 4 because it's that whole thing is really good. It just kind of got illuminated to me today. It's so good. Okay. So in verse 20, it says, My son, give attention to my words. And so we're we're talking like this. Okay, let's just say that this is God talking to us. This is his word. This is his word to us. Okay, so he's saying, My son, my daughter, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings, and do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. And we know that. But it's like, are we conscious of what's going on in our hearts every single day? Are we... How many of you know what the chatter is? The chatter that goes on in your brain? Like, there's no, there's no really silent moments, really. I mean, I guess for guys, sometimes there is. I think they say that they have an empty box... I don't know this is true. I think it is true. My husband has told me that, yeah, there's sometimes an empty box. I'm like, what are you thinking about? He's like, nothing. I'm like, wait a minute, are you sure? He's like, I'm seriously, I wasn't, I really was thinking about nothing. And so I think maybe men do have an empty box sometimes, but typically, let's just think about it: the chatter that goes on between our ears. We're supposed to take every thought captive into the obedience of Christ. Amen. Okay. So in the rest part of this, I thought this was really good. Put away from you a deceitful mouth. And, and sometimes I think we think that that's kind of like wicked, but if we're saying things out of our mouth that God doesn't say about us, that's deceitful. That's deceitful. If you're saying something about yourself that God doesn't say about you, that's deceitful. And your perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. So that's my focus is, is that... The word says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. He's the one who wrote your end from your beginning, not somebody else. Other people's opinion of you doesn't matter to you, or it shouldn't matter to you. And I'm 53 years old, and I I have not lived that truth. I have allowed others' opinions of me matter, especially... And how many of you know that you can get a hundred compliments and somebody will say one negative thing, and what will you do? You focus on the one negative thing. Why? Why do we do that? Why do we do that? Because our minds are not renewed to the Word of God to where we know and recognize what God says about me. If I had been so confident two years ago when I was sitting in that Sunday school room and I knew confidently, I I knew that I knew that I knew what God had called me to, and that I was called to inspire and empower people to live the word of God and to know that God's word is true and that you can depend on it and stand on it. If I had known that with confidence and that had been my shield, that fiery dart would have had no entrance. Because faith comes by hearing the word of God. And if you're not saying the word of God about you, then guess what? You don't have faith. You don't have faith. I know that's hard to hear, but... Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So you may have faith in one area, like you may have faith for finances. You may have faith for healing, like you haven't been sick a day since you met Jesus. You may have faith for a certain specific area for evangelists. You may know that every person you talk to, they're going to get saved. You just know it. You just know because you have an anointing to know that. But faith comes by hearing the word. And so you need to find, what does God say about me? And so I was at an event uh, At the very end of where are we at? January, I guess it was January. And they sang this Lauren Daigle song, uh, and I know you've probably heard it, but I want you to listen to it again in different uh, with with the different ears when we play it. We're gonna play it at the end of the at the end of this message. But basically, it's about listening to all the voices that come to our head and recognizing that they're not. They're not the voices that you should be listening to, and so when when the Lord showed me that my cup, you guys come up here and let's do this illustration. That's my time, love. What time is it? I know, I know, but I I want to respect you. I want to respect your time, and I want to follow the Holy Ghost too. Okay, so what I want you to do is I want you to take your your finger, and Laura has got she's got wipes I think somewhere. Yeah, give everybody a wipe. And uh, So anyway, what I want you to do is I want you to smear it in there and I want you to say something about me. Well, Tracy, this is like ketchup. Ketchup is good uh, cold on hot dogs. You can use it in cooking, and it's kind of like you. You are an all-purpose woman. You have a word in season, and you just have the right word at the right time, and that goes with everything. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Well, some of them are. I want some negative and some positive. Okay. Come on, what you got? You got spicy. What do you want me to say? About this? Yeah, and put it in my cup. Okay. And then you're gonna say say, say something, Uh, I don't know, say anything about me. Just say something about me. So like say like something about sauce? me, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, well, if you can't handle the heat, then stay out of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Mommy. Mayonnaise. And mayonnaise makes things good. And you always make things good. I can't say anything ugly. I love you, Mommy. Okay, go, Jodi. Syrup. it's both naturally sweet and um, not that great for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. That's (laughs) fine. What do you have? Barbecue, okay, sauce. barbecue sauce. Tracy, looks like you put on a little weight, honey, and you look good. It makes you fluffy for those grandbabies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have grape jelly, and and I felt like the Lord said you're sweet towards the Lord, That's why you hear from him so much? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this is sweet and sour. And Tracy, I just know you only to be sweet and not really sour, but I suppose you are at times sour. I don't know. Okay, Laura. Okay, this is and it is like really, um, it's a loud addic- additive you put on something. I mean, sometimes it can just be too much. Perfect. <laughs> yes, perfect. Excellent. That is so beautiful. Thank you so much. So I've got so I've got this. This stuff is in my heart. I've got this. Some of it's good. Some of it made me feel good. Some of it's not so good. Maybe hurt my feelings a little bit. And so when you, one of the things is that I that I wrote down was, oh, let's see if I can find it. If you, if I hang on your words today and tomorrow they change, then where does that leave me? Where does that leave me? If today you say, oh my gosh, Tracy, that was an amazing message. Wow, that just really pumped me up. And then next Sunday you're like, yeah, you know what? I went home and prayed about that, and God really just told me that it was just a bunch of bull. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So say that 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 comes to me after, after you've said this about me then what do I have, what do I get to do with this mess right here? If I'm dependent on you to build me up and lift me up, then, then what if you're, not, if you're not ready to build me up tomorrow? But who do we know? Jesus, right? And his word. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And if you go to Ephesians 5, which Jody shared this uh, after God's girl, she had an amazing experience with this. If, go to Ephesians 5. What we do when we find all this gunk on the inside of us. And like I said, if I let this stay for a really long time, that's going to get really gross. And this is my favorite coffee cup, y'all. It's like, I got to drink out of this in the morning. So, what I want you to think about is when, when you go home, what's on your cup? Do you remember the thing that Jesus said? I'll get to Ephesians 5 in a second, I haven't forgotten. When Jesus talked to the Pharisees and he says, you know what, you like to look pretty on the outside. And when we come to church, we can look pretty on the outside. We can do anything for an hour, can't we? We can put on our pretty face and our pretty clothes and our pretty speech and we can love people. But what happens when you go home? What happens when you get behind closed doors? What happens when you're you know, even off by yourself? Integrity is what you do when you're by yourself. And and because Jesus is right there. You didn't leave Jesus at church, y'all. He is right there. He is right there. So Ephesians 5. If I can find it. I'm trying not to put my glasses on because I have to take them. Take them off. Take them off. Put them on. Take them off. Okay. I'm gonna have to put them on. Okay. Okay. Um, in verse 26, well, it just talks about, in verse 25, it says, husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. And it goes on to talk about husbands, but I just love this part that he is capitalized that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. So the word of God is what's going to be the dishwasher. Amen? When we find out what God says about us, then nothing can take that away. Nothing can take that away. Once, it's like, Lord, come here for a second. It's like Jesus took me. Come here and hold this mic for me for a second. It's like, this is what Jesus did to me. He took my face like this, and he took my face, and he says, look at me. I am yours, and you are mine, and I want you to step into me, and I want you to flow with me. That's all I want you to do. I don't want you, I don't want you to be looking to the right or to the left. Just like it said, thank you. Just like it said in, um, in Proverbs 4, don't look to the right or to the left. Quit looking for your validation from someone else. That's why you have to be connected to the vine. That's why you have to be in the word. You have to find out, what does Jesus say about me? You w- oh, my gosh. With where we're going at in the world right now, you have to be connected with Jesus. I may not always have a word fitly spoken in due season for you. You know, you may come to me, and I may be having a bad day. I may be crying over my cup, and I might not have a good word for you. That's why it's important for you to dig for yourself and find out what does he say about me. Let's see. Uh, la, 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 la. There's one more thing. Oh, yeah. In 2 Timothy 2.20, this is one of the things I shared at God's Girls. I thought this was so profound. It says, in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver. How many of you want to be a vessel of gold or silver? Amy. But also, there's vessels of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. But listen to this. This is what I love. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor. Whose responsibility is that? It's your responsibility, amen? It's, anybody be, can become a vessel of honor. Anybody can be a vessel of gold or silver. It doesn't just say, this part of the church is going to be wood, hay, and stubble. This side of the church is going to be gold and silver. God says, anybody, if you recognize where you're at and you say, hey, that's me, then God says, just come to me, and I'm going to wash you with the water of the word. Amen? Is that a good word? You guys remember that when you drink out of your coffee cup? And just ask the Lord. So this is your call to action. As you wash your coffee cup, or even as you're pouring your coffee, how many of you drink coffee? I know some of you don't like my sister's snarling up her nose. How many of you drink coffee? Raise your hand again. Majority. Majority. How many of you drink something in the morning? Something. Tea? Iced tea? Cold tea? Hot tea? Water? You drink something, right? I mean, you get up in the morning, you got to break your fast and have something, right? Okay. So... As you, let's just say, as you wash your cup or as you're fixing to drink out of your cup, ask the Lord, are there words that have snared me and kept me from being a vessel that you can use? That is my prayer for you. And so I want to end with this song. Do we have a song, guys? Do we have a song? <laughs> okay. So I have this song, but I have the words too, so you can actually see what it's saying. But when I heard this song, it was like, a waterfall just like splashed over me and, and helped with the cleansing process of the cup. Have you guys heard Lauren Daigle's song, You Say? Okay, perfect. Well, we can turn the lights off and let's just sing that and then, and then we'll close in prayer. If you don't, know you can sing it too. How many of you are believers? How many of you that song spoke to you? If you, if this message spoke to you, and if it's something that you just want to commit it to the Lord, I just want you to stand up and I just want to pray for you. Father, I thank you so much right now. Father, you said that we can only plant and water seeds, Lord, but you're the one who brings increase. Yes, So Father, I ask you right now in the name of Jesus, for every person here, Lord, who has something in their cup that they need you to wash out, that you would just show yourself to them in a strong and mighty way as the great dishwasher to come in, Lord, with your, the heat of your spirit, the water of your word and just your beautiful, loving presence, God, and just a revelation that you want to use each one of us, Lord, to be a light, to shine in this dark world, and to recognize that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but it's against the principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness that you have given us authority over, Father. I pray for revelation that we would step into you, and that we would walk as kings and queens in this world, and Use your authority, Father. I pray for revelation of that. I pray that as we walk out of this place, that you would speak to us, that you would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, Lord. That is my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, have a seat for just a second. Who's gonna do the offering? Me? Offering? Okay. If you need an offering envelope, raise your hand or or usher. We'll get you one. <laughs> Yay. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God is so good. Father, I thank you so much for the opportunity to come into this place and freely worship you and freely give back into your Lord, your promise over us as we give, that it's going to be giving back to us, good measure, pressed down, shape together, running over, Lord, you're going to give it back. And so I just thank you for your faithfulness and your people to just faithfully tithe and give offerings so that we can do the work that you've called us to do, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen.